0: Welcome to the Addiction in My Family podcast, dedicated to educate parents and other family members about addiction, codependency, enabling, and recovery. With your host, Donna Marston, author of Peeling the Onion and Just for Today. Welcome to Addiction in My Family. I'm your host, Donna M. So, I thought today I would read a little bit out of my book, Peeling the Onion, in hopes that it will be helpful. So, The first thing that I'm going to read is what I know to be true. And I wrote this many years ago. I think it was 2000 and it was rewritten in 2011. So probably 2010, something like that. What I know to be true. I know that most, if not all people who misuse drugs and alcohol cause a lot of stress, drama, crisis, sleepless nights, and quite often a financial decline in their lives and hours. I know that while living in the drama of crisis of our loved one's addiction, we hurt, we want to fix them, and we want them to stop their self-destructive behavior, and we can't. I know that I didn't have to play a role in his mess. I know that I am not a victim. I know that living in my head can be my hell. I know now that I was powerless over my son and his addiction. I know that he was hurting himself, and I was allowing myself to be hurt. I know that he blamed others for his addiction while never looking at himself. I know that he didn't wake up one day and decide to become a substance user. I know that we both had to find our way through the journey of his addiction. I know that there is light at the end of the tunnel because I found it. I know and understand why people will give us advice, whether we ask for it or not. They will make judgments or hurtful comments. We have a choice to listen and believe what they say or take what we need and leave the rest behind. So, to spin off of that, I wrote a letter because when I was living through this nightmare many, many years ago, it started in 1998. And went to 2008, and people say horrible things. They, you know, if, if if it was their kid, they would do this. They would kick them out. They would, you know, they have all kinds of great advice, so they think. But I would put a bet on most of them who gave that advice. If they walked in my shoes, they wouldn't take their own advice. It's very different when you're living in the nightmare of your child's active addiction. So many years ago, I wrote this letter and I put it out to, um, on my Peeling the Onion page. It's just so parents could identify that, listen, it, it hurts. People say awful things and it's okay to be angry and have your feelings. So this is called, Please Keep Your Opinion to Yourself. Dear family and friends, I truly want to believe that you mean well when you offer advice of how I should or should not handle the addicted child in my life. You think that you are helping me when you share your thoughts of how you or someone you know would handle my situation and you tell me you know what I'm feeling. Well, here's what I have to say to you. Your opinions, judgments, and criticism are often hurtful. You don't know how or what I'm feeling as these are my emotions, not yours. You may think you know what you would do if you had a child or a loved one who is affected by this disease. Bets on, you won't take your own advice. Bottom line, what goes on between me and my son is really none of your business. When you overstep your boundaries, I will isolate you. I will resent you and I will lash out at you verbally because you have triggered an emotion within me that I have yet to heal. You don't want me to take your constructive criticism personally, then please don't take my reaction to it personally. I'm doing the best I can. I am emotionally fragile. I am living in fear. I have a broken heart, and at the moment, I am a lost soul, just like my son is. My pain wreaks havoc with my mental state because I am fearful, and that fear brings me to my knees. I deal with so many emotions that people who aren't living what I'm living won't typically understand. I have to do what I have to do until I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, just like the addicted child that I love. When I've had enough of feeling like I'm the crazy one is when I will reach out for help. So until then, I'm on a long, raw, emotional roller coaster ride, and I'll get off it when I'm ready. If you really want to support me, then listen to what I have to say without judgment or criticism. Sometimes I just need to vent. If I want your advice, I will ask for it. Don't gossip behind my back. It's hurtful. Let me cry, scream, or do whatever I need to do in your presence because you may be the safety net in that moment. I am holding on to my hope because that's all I have right now. So please have patience with me. Respectfully, Donna M. I hope that helps. I hope that um, you know maybe writing a letter to, to people who hurt you, to family members or friends can, can um, be freeing. I can tell you that when I was living through that, I wrote letters to people. Uh, some of them, a lot of them I didn't send, a couple of them I did, uh, just because it became a time that I had to delete people out of my life because it was hurtful. I I didn't want to hear what they had to say. I was in enough pain. I don't need somebody to I didn't need anybody to add any more to it. So it was a long lonely journey by myself, uh, trying to figure this out. And back then, you know, I started dealing with this in the late 1990s. You didn't talk about your child who was addicted to heroin. You just, you kept your secret. And, and my secret kept me very sick. And and I did learn that we are as sick as our secrets. I ended up, um, I was diagnosed many years later with post-traumatic stress, which I find very common. They're also calling it compassion fatigue, which is it was a breakdown of PTSD. So it's really important that you take care of yourself, that you let your feelings out, whether it's journaling, having a conversation with somebody. But don't, just don't stuff your feelings. That is not good for you. It's not healthy for you. It just creates problems down the road. I found journaling and meditating where it really saved my life. And if you join my membership page, I have an emotional scale that was probably the first thing that was life-saving for me because I didn't know how bad off I was. And when I read the emotional scale, which is one to 22, one is being joyful, 22 is living with depression and despair and all kinds of awful things. So now I work at keeping myself between one and seven. If I get to number eight, I get bored, I can vibrate down to those unhealthy feelings and they don't feel good. And I don't like being there. So I work my recovery on a daily basis. I um, meditate. And one of the other things I've been doing in the last few months is hypnosis. I do it at nighttime for whatever is going on in my head that I feel needs to be healed. I'll look up to see if there's a hypnosis or a meditation that works while you're sleeping. I put my headphones on when it's time to go to bed. I put on one of the meditations or a hypnosis, whatever I choose, whatever floats my boat in that moment. and And that's what I go to sleep to. So it works on putting me into a happier, healthier place and, it works. So I hope that this helps. I hope that you will reach out if you need help. I am a parent support coach. I do private coaching sessions and I have a online membership page that we meet weekly face-to-face on Zoom and, and I interact daily with the parents. So it's a great safety net It's a way to learn about addiction, recovery, codependency, and everything that goes along with it. And you'll have some new best friends that understand exactly what it feels like to walk in your shoes. So until next time, may your faith and strength heal your heart. Thank you for listening today. If you want to support the Addiction in My Family podcast, Please subscribe, share, and leave a review on iTunes. If you are in need of support, Donna offers private coaching sessions and an online membership page for parents who are emotionally bankrupt. For more information, visit www.donnaforsupport.com.